Still paying hundreds of dollars for prescription glasses? Let's change that. At Zenni.com, our factory direct model means no middlemen or outrageous markups. Just the same quality frames and lens options as the other guys for one-tenth the price. Zenni offers prescription glasses starting at $6.95, as well as affordable sunglasses, blue blockers, and more. The best part? Try any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Visit Zenni.com today and change the way you buy glasses forever. Welcome to the Parker Podcast Collection. Buck, do you remember me? Your mom's name was Sarah. You used to wear newspapers in your shoes. You're a wanted man. I don't do that anymore. Well, the people who think you did are coming right now. They're not planning on taking you alive. see you as a hero, there are some who'd prefer the word vigilante. You've operated with unlimited power and no supervision. That's something the world can no longer tolerate. I know how much Bucky means to you. Stay out of this one. Please. You'll only make this worse. You saying you'll arrest me? There will be consequences. Captain, you seem a little defensive. Well, it's been a long day. If we can't accept limitations, we're no better than bad guys. That's not the way I see it. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I just want to make sure we consider all our options. Because people that shoot at you usually wind up shooting at me too. You know what's about to happen. Want to punch your way out of this? What do we do? We fight. Sorry, Tommy. You know I wouldn't do this if I had any other choice. But he's my friend. So was I. Welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... John Martin and Marcus Hurley. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. Let's do some movie news then. Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Chris Evans were on Jimmy Kimmel uh, on Monday or Tuesday night, and they dropped the first teaser trailer for Civil War. Uh, Did you guys get a chance to see it? I have, actually. I watched it before uh, starting this. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty good, eh? Lots of hitting. <laughs> I actually haven't seen it. No. Well, I mean, to be honest, it kind of... It was pretty much what I expected. It's the first teaser trailer, so there's not really any sort of big effects in it or anything. Uh, just lots of sort of... Yes, there's like a hell of a lot of people in this, etc., uh, it's as big a lineup as uh, the last Avengers movie, pretty much. Um, but yeah, it it sort of sets it up, I guess, which is going to be the conflict between Iron Man and Captain America. Hmm. So I thought what what I thought was quite interesting was that they actually had um, what I would believe would be Black Panther as well. 
quite yeah, prominent in the Yeah, we did see a trailer. little glimpse of him, yeah, in yeah. his suit, yeah. Mm. It's quite interesting how they've done it. Um, bit strange. He's a bit more, um, I don't know. Well, it seems his thing, and I suppose his outfit in the comic is just kind of like a bodysuit, isn't it? With like a cowl. Almost yeah. Batman without the cape and shorter ears. Although the new Batman's got pretty stubby ears. Yeah, that's true. The look of it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, it's it's everywhere. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we'll we'll get a lot more. I because I first heard that they were going to be trailing this on the front of uh, Star Wars, hmm. um, but obviously they decided to jump that gun. So there's a there's a three minute trailer out. Is that the that's not a teaser, though, is it? That must be the full... Well, they, that's what they're calling it's a teaser. It's two, it's minutes, half the film. two minute 26. <laughs> oh, right, okay. 2.26, yep. Yeah. Well, so it's not really that... a teaser, it's a trailer, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, there's nothing really teasing about it, apart from the fact that, yeah, there's not a lot of effects shots, just a lot of people talking. There's an explosion or two. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 think, I think that they're definitely going to be using it to sort of fill out their universe a bit with some of the like more like B level characters. Mm. Um, that's basically the supporting cast, isn't it? You've just got loads of other sort of more like less headliney sort of characters in it as well. Um, but yeah, they're shooting all of the, all of this in Atlanta apparently, or they've shot it all now. Um, so you might see Carl in the background. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they were just complaining about how fucking hot it was. Um, and Danny Jr. was basically like going, yeah, I enjoyed watching you sweat. Because basically he said once the once the cow comes down on his suit, he's not there. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. <laughs> basically. So, uh, yeah, whereas uh, Evans has to do it all. <laughs> In costume. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. So there was some other news from the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well in that uh, Doctor Strange is now underway and they announced the full cast for it. Uh, you got Chiwetel Ejiofor. I think he's playing his, uh, like, sort of, uh, like, henchman, isn't he? Perhaps, maybe? Butler. Yeah, like a manservant, something or other. I can't yeah. remember much about Doctor Strange. It's been... I never really read any of the comics. I just remember, like, Saturday morning TV cartoons, that's it. Really? <laughs> uh, well, when they did the big announcement, I sort of read a couple of issues of it, and mm. uh, basically the setup is that he's like this incredibly gifted surgeon mm. who has an accident and uses the loses the use of his of his hands, and so he turns to magic uh, and ends up kind of uncovering yeah. some whole like wormhole stuff, and it all goes a bit Cthulhu-y. He's got uh, a magical amulet and stuff, and. And he, I just remember he had a nemesis called Baron Mordor, who was a servant to an interdimensional demon called Dormammu. <laughs> <laughs> I learned some, that as a kid. <laughs> Imagine trying to explain that in the playground. <laughs> that's that's some good knowledge. Uh, yeah, so we've also got Rachel McAdams in it, and Mads Mikkelsen, and Tilda Swinton as well, who's always good in stuff. I like that Mads Mikkelsen's yeah. in stuff. Yeah, that's mm. generally like, yeah, he he should be in stuff, and that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah that's cool um there was some stuff about the uh the whole alien thing uh yeah. more news on that it's now changed title again it's going to be called alien covenant this is the follow-up to prometheus what was originally going to be prometheus 2 uh by ridley scott 
uh, and this is all going ahead and and so they're not really messing about anymore it would seem it's definitely part of the alien universe and well i think originally he was gonna he changed it from prometheus 2 to alien paradise lost or something that's right yeah that was the last yeah. thing we heard and now it's covenant Next is going to be Alien Umbungo or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So do we think I'll it's going to be though, good? I'm, after Prometheus, I still feel quite burnt. Um, mm. Because, uh, uh, he, you know, no shit, it's part of the, the universe. I mean, he, he sabotaged his own movie by putting that end section, which he, he categorically hates. <laughs> Yeah, pretty Although much. Although he kind of did that throughout the film anyway, because if it was supposed to be before that species existed, why was there a Muriel part of the way through, part of the way through the film? Um, which actually had the Xenomorph as its, in its final form. Well, maybe that was there's a, a little, yeah. there's a little Easter egg in there when they're going through and you can see like a big Muriel. And I think it might be like an alien queen or something. Maybe that was just concept art for their, uh, genetic design program. Maybe wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah, it was weird. It's like they, it's like for some reason they wanted to distance themselves from yeah, it. But yet they Even, had everything to do with alien in there, the ships, yeah. the people, and you think why? <laughs> Stop messing around. Just make an alien prequel and make it good. I think it's just ham-fisted script writing, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, the big question, really, uh, with all of this going on, is where does this leave Blomkamp's movie, which was supposed to be a sequel uh, taking place after Aliens? Um, and apparently, uh, M- Michael Bean was talking uh, at some event or something, and he said that it's still on, but they're just kind of it's 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 kind of on hold. Um, the idea being that they would it would be about Newt and uh, she would be like, it would be like a passing of the torch from Ripley to Newt. Right. And uh, mm. yeah. Although, I, I, yeah, because there's the whole bit. Well, she was meant oh, to no. like a 27 year old Newt or something. I think I read. Yeah, that's wasn't right. It? Yeah. I don't think it would be the original actress playing it because she's older than that now. Yeah. Um, and hasn't been in anything since. No. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Maybe like Charlize Theron or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, she could totally do that if she's not too tangled up with more Mad Max films. Yeah. Um, I just think yeah. it's a shame because it's like, I would rather, you know, Neil Bloomkamp actually get on and do this alien film than any more of any more of the other. Nonsense. I don't yeah. really care too much about the prequels because it's like, okay, we saw basically what happened. They started messing around with some genetic ooze and it went bad. And now yeah. we know, we know, we know what happened from there. You know, bad stuff happened. It grew legs and now it terrorizes the universe. <laughs> we just want to see more versions of that terror now. I mean, they haven't even explored half of the silly stuff at, you know, the alien versus predator universe and stuff like that, which, you know, they bred different types of aliens and all this sort of thing. And the alien xenomorph, you know, it evolves and everything else. So what else could it become? It should just yeah, be. Yeah, well, we know that that sort of side of it makes very good video games, but perhaps no, not I mean, such it, good I mean, movies. I'm, yeah, not necessarily the alien predator, but I mean in terms of the xenomorph, you know, it, it it's it's a perfect species. But is it continuing to evolve? Would, you know, Bloomcamp's alien version show a further evolution of that? Yeah, well, I'm, that's I'm, what's I'm more cu- interesting, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I'm curious about that rather than, oh, it's those big dudes again. It's got to be again. the alien makes it to Earth, right? 
Well, well that, that was kind that of was how they left. The, that was always the end game, and that's what Ripley. That's what. Um, that's what Sigourney Weaver didn't like because the next Alien film would have been them on Earth. Because if you follow right. up from Resurrection, um, that was that would have been the next logical thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, I, I, mm. I, I'm more, yeah, I'm more excited about what Blomkamp does with it than yeah. what Ridley Scott does with this deconstruction of what it's all about, which I don't find terribly interesting. No. Um, he, he's, he's, for lack of a better term, he's kind of doing a George Lucas with it. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. And um, yeah. Blomkamp, hopefully, will be like our, our Abrams, although we're, we've yet to pass judgment on that. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of how I see it. Um, but yeah, in a tangential link to Prometheus, uh, there's word that Numi Rapace, who was in Prometheus, might be playing Amy Winehouse in a biopic. And I, I found this interesting just because I thought, well, that's brilliant casting because she looks quite a lot like her. Um, mm-hmm. And she's a good actress. Don't know if she can sing like her. Probably not. Uh, I don't think anyone, many people can. Um, but, but that's yeah, the beauty I, of your film, though. You can mime, can't you? And, and that's, that's it. the whole thing. But the thing is, they're making a biopic of it. And I saw the documentary the other week, uh, yeah. Amy, uh, which was incredible and such a heartbreaking story, to be quite honest, uh, when you look at it all laid out like that. Um, Apparently, there's another biopic that's going to be made, uh, and that's one that her dad is getting commissioned. And it's really interesting, having watched the documentary, as like how much of a cunt he is. Um, uh, I don't know if you really followed the story as it was unfolding, but yeah, I, I kind of did. He did come off as kind of the bad guy for a lot of it, um, which people kind of were reading into a lot of her songs. You know, the whole rehab and all that, saying it was about. Her father was forcing her and stuff to do things yeah. she doesn't really want to do. Um, but then the moment she was gone, he was kind of like her patron saint. Yeah, well, there was... Uh, it was really d- weird. It was like up until that point, they really weren't speaking and stuff and everything else. And it was it was a little weird. It, well, how did it... I mean, how did it come off in a documentary? Because my, my impression was always that he would kind of make it sound like everything was all right, despite the fact that she was like literally killing herself. Well, he, uh, when she grew up, he, uh, he had an affair and so she didn't really grow up around him. And all of a sudden, as soon as she became famous, he started showing up. This is the way it's depicted in the documentary and also in a lot of other, um, supporting material. There was like a, a documentary at the time before she mm. died, uh, that kind of explained a lot of what was going on there. And there was, she, she, uh, there was a period of time where she was not in rehab, but she wanted to get out of the limelight a bit. Yeah. Uh, she was trying to write a new album. And so she disappeared off to St. Lucia for a couple of years. And uh, he shows up and she's like, why have you brought all these cameras with you? Like, I thought you wanted to spend time with me. So it feels very much like that. Yeah. He was yeah. totally bathing in her li- limelight and um, we're not making any money she- while you're doing this. <laughs> Yeah, just sort of exploiting her, and yeah, it was like, come on, make another album, sort of thing, and yeah, it's just a bit sad, really. But the 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 documentary itself, I thought, was fantastic. I I also spotted a few of my old mates from work when I used to work at a music publication, and uh, yeah, it was. I I just kind of felt close to it because I I sort of 
was around the industry a bit at the time that that was all kicking off. Um, I I got to see her actually uh, at Brixton Academy and she was amazing. Yeah. Uh, not really my kind of music, but uh, yeah. you just can't. You deny just respect her, it, don't you? Because yeah, she could, she could and she was pull good a voice as well, from you know? sort of a different age, couldn't she? Yeah, um, and like, and she, I managed to catch her on one of her good days because, like, there were many bad days as well, yeah. uh, where she would she would stagger onto stage, not really knowing what was going on, and yeah. wouldn't sing, and it was, you know, it was quite widely reported. But anyway, yeah, that's a thing that might be happening. It's very early days; uh, nothing's confirmed. But I thought that was pretty mm. good casting for Numi Rapace if she does it, um, even if perhaps it's not really a film that needs to be made with that documentary kind of spelling it all out another film that doesn't need to be remade is memento yeah what a terrible idea that is i know what the hell it's i know it's 15 years uh since it was uh since it came out but i just think that that's such a singular vision and nowadays like how would that even work like with mobile phones and stuff he's not going to be tattooed is he he's just going to have a iphone (laughs) (laughs) notes for galaxy (laughs) Mm. yeah but this is all part of this big sort of uh this company has like bought the rights to like a whole the whole back catalogue uh of this music of this film library and so they're basically going to be remaking loads of these uh other other films on the list include cruel intentions donnie darko and sliding doors Oh. None of which need to be done again. No. <laughs> re- that's weird. Donnie Darko, that's odd. And yeah. Sli- yeah, and actually all of those are odd. Yeah, it's all like, they're, they're all like mid-budget films, so like a lot of like sort of minor hits, but cult classics Donnie Darko, the reason why people like it is because it didn't really do that well and it's just that one-off thing and it had that score at the end and it was Jake Gyllenhaal and... Uh, Maggie Glenhall and, and it was just the way it was. Yeah, it's like there was like a whole bunch of Gyllenhaal, like those sort it. of movies <laughs> just before like cinema got completely owned yeah. by like the the big blockbusters. I, I'm, yeah, it's probably a bad thing to admit it, but I kind of think Sliding Doors wasn't all right. Of the um, was one of the better ones of the the sort of rom com started a rom com. Yeah, era. only I because the that. concept of it was pretty good. Yeah, I actually saw that at the cinema. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Only because there was a day where it was really cheap. It was like <laughs> there used to be a national cinema day. I don't know if there is any more, but uh, I think I went to watch four movies back to back because it was like two quid to watch. Yeah. I, actually, I saw that one at the cinema as well. I think I got dragged along by whoever was my mm. girlfriend at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I quite liked it because I knew a lot of it was filmed around Hammersmith and I went to college sort of around that area. So it was kind of like, oh, cool. Yeah. It's just like a mild sort of Londoner interest. Yeah, yeah, I know, I I totally appreciate that. It's the same for like some of the uh, some of the like uh, four weddings and a funeral mm. kind of that kind of vibe. Yeah, and Gwyneth Paltrow's um, spot on British accent. I, she she that was very good. I actually, actually thought I she was that. English. Yeah. I, I, after watching that, I just assumed she was an English actress yeah. that was occasionally in American films for quite yeah. some time. Yeah. I thought that. Yeah, quality uh, voice coaching there. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, um, another thing that might be coming back, but not just as a movie, also a TV show, is uh, Riddick. Yay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't mind this whole 
sort of series to be honest i i thought the uh because it's all started off with pitch black didn't it and yep. he was not not even the main billing for that but it, they kind of span off that sp- span off into like this insane opera <laughs> didn't it uh chronicles of riddick <laughs> yeah which that was, was just, brilliant the most yeah. aud- the most audacious spaceship designs I've ever seen. I think yeah. one of them was like a flying Art Deco coffin or something like that. <laughs> the Necromongers. Yeah. <laughs> and then that uh, then there was the follow Riddick. up to that Riddick. That was a couple of years back, yeah. I think. Um, I saw which that was... in the cinema actually. Yeah, me too. Huh. I I think I might have gone with you. Uh, even possibly uh, i'm not sure yeah yeah but it was it was kind of really low budget but i thought they did some good stuff with it and it mm. was much more in the tone of pitch black so yeah anyway yeah so they, they they're talking about a fourth film called furia and a tv show called merc city which will explore the kind of uh the mercenary angle which you know they are a part of yeah of this fiction so he's he's um, returning home to furia in the film right yeah that's the pla- is that the pl- that's it's where race, they're from yeah. yeah yeah he's yeah. a furian yeah well he's, he's a furian so furia must be the world yeah maybe it's a prequel so well no i, I think it's a sequel and he's he's going home um but they, they're not sure exactly where they're going to go with it yet only that they're going to make the film so he may have to do some but, kind of like the furians are a race of warriors and he might have to uh do some kind of test in order to make it back onto his home world before he's allowed. Oh, but aren't they? Yeah. But, but that's the thing. I thought from Chronicles of Riddick that he was one of the last few of his race because yeah. it was him and there was the other guy who was on the bad side who walked out into the flames and just kept getting disintegrated and getting back up again until he was no more. And he was he was also a Furian as well. I th- yeah, I they thought, were exterminated they were, by the Necromongers. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought their right, I thought their world was destroyed or something as well or something. They say largely exterminated, so yeah. there may well be a few of them left. Maybe he reunited them after. I don't know. know. Who knows? Maybe. Uh, well, it would suggest if he's going back there, then it's probably going to be another kind of survival story. I mean, mm. that's kind of part of the the franchise isn't it him sort of out on his mm. own having to deal with a lot of shit maybe it's going to be um, that he goes back to help fight the necromongers if they've taken over maybe. the planet <laughs> it's going to create a ragtag bag band of uh, remaining furians and go back and fuck their shit up mm. well here's <laughs> hoping eh yeah. um well it's going to be fun either way i mean i, I really love him in that role he's it's he's actually really fun to watch when he's yeah. just being cold and <laughs> calculating and with these weird eyes and his and his goggles and he's just like and his weird sharp knives that curve around and you just think they're just he's just being mean and yeah. dropping his one liners and everything he's, and he's being his role playing <laughs> game character, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Well, I, yeah, it's super <laughs> indulgent. I mean, I. I played both the Riddick games. They're they're pretty decent games, actually, <laughs> to be honest. They're like stealthy first-person shooters, like not too long, decent yeah. plot. Um, yeah, I, 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 I really like the franchise because I've sort of experienced it across multiple mm. mediums and TV being another one, then, yeah, bring it on. I'll give I it just, a look. I just love... If like someone once asked me, what's so great about Riddick? And I went, well... And I just showed him that scene where he kills... He's in... Chronicles of Riddick and he kills the guard 
and he kills him with like a spoon or something. And then <laughs> the next thing he picks up is this little, like a, a key off a tin of spam and puts that down and looks at the next guy. And the yeah. next guy's like, nah, I'm not getting killed by that. <laughs> yeah. the, fir- the first game they made was Escape from Butcher Bay. And I think that that oh, was wow. a prequel to Pitch Black. And uh, that the whole setup is that you're just trying to escape from prison. Hmm. And even if it hadn't have been Riddick, it would have been a great game just about yeah. escaping from prison. So, uh, I'd yeah, like to check that good. out. I've never never played any of them. It's no. probably in the Steam sale right now for about a quid. Yeah, true. Oh, cool. Oh, was, uh, it, yeah, I think there on. was also an animated movie or something as well, wasn't there? Um, there was. Yeah, you're right. I don't think oh, I God. saw it. I think he did lend his voice to it as well. So that might actually be in the canon. Yeah, I think it totally is. I, I, I never got around to it. I can't remember what it was called. No, me neither. I'm not no. sure if it was after Pitch Black, but I remember there was a box set and that was part of it. It was Dark Fury, it was called. Ah. And it was only 35 minutes, but yeah, it had all their voices in. So, uh, yeah, there was that too. <laughs> um, another thing that might be coming from cinema to TV very soon is Tremors. Uh, very recently Ooh. announced that Kevin Bacon <laughs> is apparently going to star in a TV show follow-up. In an almost Ash versus Evil Dead type style, I yeah. think. Um, playing the original character that he played back then, who I think was called Valentine McKee. What a name. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, him uh, dealing with things that come out of the ground. The graboi- graboids? Do they call them that? Is it? I think that's what they call them. I haven't um, seen it in it so a long. Weird, it was a weird, stupid name they gave him. I'm sure it was graboids. I'll have a look. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, no one knows yes. how they got there or why they're there. <laughs> Just in some random desert in America. But they are. Yeah, it's 25 years old, yeah, I feel. Yeah, they are. They're graboids. They even right. have a wiki space, a wiki page. <laughs> <laughs> Graboidroids.com. Roids. <laughs> <laughs> Roids. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see what, where that goes. Because uh, at the moment, they're um, it's like they're... That it's a micro-budget deal, and there there's multiple bidders interested. So, be interested to see where it goes. I guess this could just as easily end up on like a video on demand as, uh, you know, it might be on an American network. Who knows? But I don't know. Could be good. I don't know. I don't know what influence the network has when it's like when they're already making it and they're just gonna pitch it. Yeah. But I suppose. Maybe it might, might be a number of episodes then, I think. Yeah, it's just the less involvement from the networks, the better, to be honest. 200 yeah. episodes per season. <laughs> 250 yeah. seasons. Graboid of the week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. This has been the Not Watching Podcast, in partnership with notlistening.co.uk, where you can hear myself and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality on the Not Playing Podcast, and Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk, and if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya.
I don't know what is happening to me. All I know is that it is happening. Tuesday on The CW. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? It's the incredible new series from Ava DuVernay. You have power I have never felt before. This is real, whether you believe it or not. I just want to be normal. You're not normal. You, Naomi McDuffie, are exceptional. Naomi, the can't-miss series premiere, Tuesday on The CW. Tuesday at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington's CW.